Hello, everybody. Welcome to Black and White Reviews. I am Chuck. And I am Lee. I, I, I feel like we've done this before. We have. <laughs> multiple, multiple times. You um, are freaking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as normal, um, Lee and I do our podcast at an early, early time every Tuesday. Uh-huh. Like, we start around 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, and we go till about midnight, and we're, we're approaching those times half the time, so we're basically tired. Yeah, we're pretty tired. That's a, yep. Okay. Uh, so? So, this one's going to be a pretty quick one. Um, we're talking about Cobra Kai, basically Karate Kid 12. Mm-hmm. Um, Same so thing we had Karate Kid 1, 2, 3, next Karate it's the, Kid. It's the next Karate Kids. The Karate Kids. The Karate Kids. Oh, it's like a daycare, like Daddy Day Camp. Like Daddy, just know, just know, um, <laughs> what's his name? I just part of his name. What, Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie, I was going to, yeah, Eddie Murphy, Steve Zahn. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but he's, is, is he in anything else these days? Aside from the remakes, have you seen him in the last? What coming to well, he was coming to America, right? Yeah, he did come to America. Outside too. of that, yeah. he's not really in anything anymore. Yeah. Um. So we're on episode three of Cobra Kai. Yes. Um, I love this show. Oh yeah. They're, the episodes are quick. They're, as we talked about, they're quick. They're simple. Um, they're jam packed full of stuff. Um, but they're just fun to watch. We mentioned in the last podcast that. The character building is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. So we're just going to jump right into this one. Episode 3, it starts off with Miguel training in his bedroom. Now, like, is this? it starts off with him, and right off the bat, does it lay it down by rat? It was funny because our friend Albert, who I hope is finally listening to our podcast, um, every time he's grabbed my guitar in the past week, he kept playing this riff, and I'm like, I know that. And like, I wanted to say that it was... Um, my guitar? No. <laughs> My guitar. No. <laughs> Hello. Um, no. So he no, he was playing this. I, I kept thinking it was I was I wanted to say it was um Skid Row. I'm like, no, it's not Skid Row. I didn't really listen to Skid Row, but I know that riff so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely Lay It Down by Rat. It's a good little riff. So I like that they started off this episode. It was it was perfect timing that I watched this episode right after I heard him play it like all week long. I'm like, wow, what are the odds that I'm gonna hear this song again? Right. So it was great. And he's so yeah, Miguel's training in his room, and his grandmother thinks he's doing other stuff because you know teenage she, stuff. Yeah, she's and, yelling at him to come for dinner. He comes out and he's eating dinner, and then his mom comes home. Yep. And they're talking about the Halloween party. Uh, right yes. away. We know what this whole episode is going to allude to. Well, the episode's called Esqueleto. Yes. So, yeah. Pretty much, there you go. (laughs) Right. Um, So it's basically a mimic of the whole Halloween party back when Daniel was in school. Yep. Um, And he's like, I'm going as Deadpool. He's like, I want to be Deadpool. But it's going to be too expensive for the costume. We'll make you a Deadpool costume. we'll We'll make you Deadpool. Um, which actually turns into a funny thing later on. Uh, and then he goes, you see him back in the in the dojo training. He's still punching. And now he's wants to know how to kick. 
Yeah. And again, this goes back to Karate Kid when Daniel on the beach learning how to punch with Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. He's like, when can I have a kick? He's like, when you know how to fly. Then he trips him and kicks him and yep. does all this stuff. But but um, Johnny's like, you can't yet. You don't know how to punch first, basically. Mm-hmm. No real explanation. But then it cuts over to Daniel's house. Um, his wife is leaving for the dealership, has an issue with one of his employers. But I, think, I think it's like it's his nephew or cousin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're oh, all these... Oh, yeah. It, it's, all it's, these, it's his like, cousin. creepy Italian guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Farouk. Or is it Farouk? The other guy? He's not Italian. They look pretty Italian. Or no, Greek. No. no, well, yeah, no. Daniel's brother, or cousin there, rather, yeah. What's his name? I don't Jimmy. Remember. Jimmy. Vinny. Vinny. Yeah, something like that. Timmy. <laughs> um, Benny. <laughs> so then you see Daniel's having a conversation with them at work, um, trying to figure out what the issue is. And the conversation steers into, let's talk about your 15-year-old daughter and the issues that she's having, and let's talk about what she could be getting herself into. And Daniel's like, you realize we're talking about Sam, my 15-year-old daughter. Right. Like... Why are we? Because his friend next to him is like, she could be doing this, and sooner or later she's gonna be part of a, you know, she could walk five miles on the street and she can just be part of this porn company. It's like, wait a minute, what? Like, how were we? How did you go from her being fifteen online? Because he's talking about getting online and stealing all her all her passwords and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because if you don't, this is what could happen. Yeah, and it's like. How did you go from that to that? Just a bunch of dumb guys. You know, yeah. they're just being idiots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it kicks over to Sam's at school. They're in the cafeteria. And they're having this, for lack of better words, school assembly TED Talk type thing. And yep. one of the teachers is talking about school <laughs> bullying. Cyber bullying. Cyber bullying. And about how mm-hmm. it's so horrible. And one of the kids... I'm not going to use any names about how he online he was being made fun of for his face deformity. Now, who we know as Hawk down yeah. the road yeah. is sitting there because he has he has um, cleft lip, cleft lip going, yeah. And everyone's like, he's sitting right there in the room. Yeah, she's basically opening the door. Oh yeah, for everyone to make fun of him. Right, right there. Right, which is kind of funny because. How do you get around that? You don't. How... Teachers these days. Teachers. My wife's a teacher. I do apologize. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, but some teachers these days. Does your um, wife listen to our podcast? No. Neither does mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, babe, do you want to watch Marvels with me? No. Do you want to listen to our? Have you have you watched The Chosen? No. Have you watched Cobra Kai? No. Wait, your wife hasn't watched The Chosen? No. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to listen to our podcast? I haven't watched any of the episodes. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. That's basically where we're at. <laughs> no, my wife has watched the Marvel stuff and The Chosen, though. I don't think she finished The Chosen. No, she didn't. Uh, I'm on season three, so I have no clue. Good for you. <laughs> um, so the teacher goes into... The whole big thing of prepping for the school the school Halloween party, and she's giving suggestions on costumes, and she's like, "Sexy nurse? No. Oh, how, how about, about gender, gender neutral, neutral hospital, hospital employee costume?" 
yeah. Okay. What? Let's just basically wear scrubs and go to go to the walk in. Which I'll be. I used to be an LNA. Mm. If I could wear scrubs all day long, they're the most comfortable clothes. I in the know. Place. I know. I'd buy them for pajamas if I could. Mm-hmm. They are so why comfortable. Why can't you? Go to working gear. Buy some. I just... It's, yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. Just. <laughs> so... Um, Called it, you out. <laughs> it kicks over to Johnny is talking to Miguel about doing some marketing. And you see Johnny out front with this homeless lady in a sign. Oh, He's yeah. He's like, I'm paying you to spin this sign. And she's like... Is she she's like, Do you want me to show you show people my bits? He's like, I don't want you showing anybody anything. Just show them the sign. Um and he's going to all this old school marketing. He's taping <laughs> he is taping pieces of paper with his logo onto trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's taping, taping them. it. Yeah. <laughs> he's going and talking to people in parks and like he I mean, good for him. So he's got his headband on and he's just like still just Johnny being Johnny he goes to these two guys in the basketball court and he's like you want to get those chicks you can teach you how to do karate he's like um I, I think we'll be okay and nice headband by the way yeah the, the, just the, the kid com- just rips on him completely making fun of him yeah Johnny takes it off you can kind of start seeing Johnny being like uh, okay maybe I'm kind of stuck like that mm. first inkling of I'm stuck here yeah Oh, he's like, hey, brohams. <laughs> nice headband, broham. <laughs> it's just so funny that you, you just watch this and you're like, I remember the 80s. And, and I do my best to try to forget about the 80s. And this guy can't escape the 80s. Yeah. It's like the worst decade to be stuck in. Mm. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I mean, there were some world wars and stuff like that that I wouldn't want to be around. True, but I mean, there was like the Cold War during the 80s. Mm. You had all the synth music coming out in the <laughs> 80s. It was like hey, sy- it's like introduction to the to the musician world, the synthesizer. <laughs> I mean, it was the birth of Boy George. Like <laughs> How do you Forget about it. Just yeah. skip the 80s. Um, Without the 80s, we would have no Back to the Future. We'd have no Wedding Singer. Which came out in the 90s. But it was about the 80s. That's my point. Yeah, there were some decent movies in there. Which, by the way, Probably. they're talking about like movies like... What was it? 16 oh, oh, Candles? Uh, how about The Karate Kid? The Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Dude, Indiana Jones is just dreams that Han Solo had while he was frozen in carbonite. Wow. Right? Wow. That's, That's pretty... a theory, right? That's why if you look in my in my collection, Indiana Jones is in there mixed in, like right after um, it's Empire. Be- it's between Empire and Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't care if anybody tells me I'm wrong. They can't tell me I'm wrong. That's a real. That's a real valid. Like whoa. Well, the thing that is, makes is, it so much better. Indiana Jones was the what the 40s and the 50s. If mm-hmm. you watch all four. Yeah, and technically, technically, 
that would be a dream of the future because Star Wars this was, was a long, long, long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so that makes sense. He's having these futuristic dreams. <laughs> and then he woke up. I bet you in the future we won't have laser guns. We'll just have leather whips. <laughs> <laughs> And really bad Come sound, on, Dad. And really bad sound effects. She talks in her sleep. She talks in her sleep. How do you know? Oh, she's one of them. Anyway, that best one though. Oh, best one. Yeah, it's it is good. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> no uh, ticket. Anyway, I still want to. I wish that happened at your thing when you went to see John Williams. You saw how they were oh, asking yeah. for the ticket. <laughs> no, no ticket. ticket. <laughs> Nobody would get it. They're like, okay, go home. <laughs> well, if you're a true John Williams fan, and you know that John Williams actually composed yeah. Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. then you would know that. Yeah, but the guys taking the tickets at, at uh, whatever this place was, Tanglewood, they don't care. They're just there to take the ticket. That's true. <laughs> It's not like they're fanboys. Like, aren't you excited to see John Williams tonight? Well, I don't know. Oh, if you so go to, good. If you go to, I'll be over here taking tickets while you, you enjoy it. If you go to places like Chunky's, uh-huh. where they do movies that, mm. like Jaws, like that, they actually sell the drinks that go oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, they do. But these people are just, they talk and promote the movie, but they're not really all fans of that stuff. Not at all. It's a bunch of kids who've never seen the movies. Right. <laughs> Can you watch this movie? No, I just work here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this now goes over to Daniel again, walking into Sam's room without knocking the door. He just walks in and this time she happens to be in In the the shower, shower, which she has her own shower attached to her, her bedroom. Right. She has. Yes. I would love to be a 15 year old, my own bathroom attached to my bedroom. Well, he's a very rich man. Very. He owns, he owns like four or five dealerships. Yeah. Um, and she sees his her he sees her computer on the bed and he remembers back to the conversation with his nephew or cousin or whatever hmm. and he starts to go on to it to see if he could find some stuff and his wife catches him yep and she's like what are you doing he's like well i'm just checking for some stuff basically yeah oh my yeah my computer was acting up funny so i want to check hers to see if hers is acting funny but it looks like everything's good now the wi-fi's good you know everything's good yeah, yeah. you know uh, 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 out um, it goes. I will say this: the show jumps from Danny to Johnny to Danny to Johnny right. to Miguel to Sam to Miguel. To, and it, what would have been nice is if they stayed with one person primarily for one episode. Yeah. Introduce the next character the next episode. Um, well, Miguel is now with Johnny, and he's showing him the Cobra Kai website. Cobra K website. Mm. new networking on how to actually promote your business and then Miguel's ringtone goes off and it's this is where it's rat yep um, I know last episode you were thinking it was an episode two and he talks to Johnny about how you know once he heard who Guns N' Roses was he went in started doing all this research and found all this crazy cool rock and roll from the 80s and how awesome it is he was on this 80s kick Yep. Uh, I feel bad for anybody who goes on an 80s kick. Um, the hair, the dress, every bit of it was awful from the 80s. Um, 
Movies were good. Some cars were good from the 80s. Outside of that, and music. Outside of that, not fun. Um, Sam is then talking. It goes back to Sam and her parents, and she's talking to her parents about going to the school dance, the Halloween dance. And Daniel is talking about he's going to be a chaperone at the dance. And her and Sam's like, no. Like, you can't be a chaperone. He's like, I already signed up. Yeah, so they, need, they needed people. <laughs> right. Lies, lies, lies. Um, and he, she's going on, and he's like, yeah, well, when I was younger, my mom drove me on dates. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, how, so, I had to push the car to start it, too. You know, basically. Mm-hmm. Too much. Like, there's so much that'll lose to the, to the original movie. Right. But, whatever. Right. Um, and she's like, well, you promise me you will not embarrass me? And he's like, yeah, I'll promise you that. I'll be a ghost. I'll be... <laughs> right. Um... Which alludes to, again, the first where he's the invisible man. Right. Or the guy in the shower. Um, <laughs> Johnny, at this point, tells Miguel, you know, do you want to have a kick? Meet me at the school at midnight. Yeah. And he's like, can you really do this? Like, yeah, I know the guy who works here. He's going to let me yeah. in, yada, yada, yada. Well, when he breaks into the school, I think if I was Miguel, I'd be like, I thought you knew the guy who worked here. He's letting you in, but he broke into the school. Right. Um... Johnny then proceeds to tie Miguel's hands together to show him how to kick, and he yep, just shoves him in the pushes water. him in the pool. <laughs> like, wait a minute, you're letting him just—he's like kick, kick to get. He's using his feet to get up. Right. So, not as um, useful as wax on, wax off. No. Um, but... you know, not as safe as wax on, wax off. But you know, near death incidences. To teach a kid how to play, to teach a kid how to do karate, it works. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh crap, he's gonna drown. So he Anger's pulls him up. <laughs> Anger is more useful than despair. <laughs> <laughs> so he keeps doing it, doing it, doing it. He's like, he he keeps using all his beautiful '80s language. You know, he uses all these junk words. He's like, come on, princess. Yeah. He is politically incorrect for how today. The entire yeah. The entire show. Um, Isn't that just kind of generalizing? <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> um, and then you see this kicking montage of him kicking the same wooden structure that Daniel kicks and fights with yeah. in Karate Kid 3. Mm-hmm. First, he's holding something. Yep. Then it goes. So it's this big montage of him kicking in the pool, kicking a piece of wood, kicking in the pool, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um and you see him obviously getting stronger with his legs. Yep. Um, Johnny is going to bring Miguel to the dance. He said, we're going to bring you to that dance. Yeah. And I'm going to recruit kids from that dance for my dojo. Yep. And Miguel puts on his... It's supposed to be... It's supposed to be Deadpool and then it's turned into Then, then it became Spider-Man. like Spider-Man and then just like some generic superhero. He looked like Blank Man. Blank... <laughs> he had... It looked like... Kids sheets. It was. It was. A, yeah. Wasn't it a flower sheets just like Blank Man? It was awful. <laughs> and at this point, he's like, "No, we're gonna get you a no. better costume." And before I even my first time watching it, before I even saw what the, Johnny put on him, it was obvious. Oh yeah. It was obvious. Um, bring it's out co- the skeleton costume yep. from 1986. Yep. Um, same as the original movie. And he goes in, they're talking. Johnny is going around and taping more flyers <laughs> to the school 
um, lockers, and he runs into these two teenagers making out in the hallway, and he goes up to him. He's like, "I want you guys to start this new website. It's www. period Cobra Kai. period C O M. C O M. All lowercase. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's so amazing. Like I understand that he's stuck in the eighties. But there's no way that he's been so sheltered he's never heard of a website spoken before. Well, it's actually fun to find out if you watch. He has no clue what a f- smartphone is. He has no clue what Facebook is. He right. has no clue what social media is. This guy literally, it's like Encino it, Man. Oh, no, it's, it's more like Blast from the Past. Yes. Like, <laughs> holy smokes. holy smokes it's a website (laughs) Um, it's a dodge it's a period (laughs) com you've got you've got and at his age i mean he's our age basically well he's older but yeah give or take what a decade maybe yeah um at least for me and He's got to at least know what a website is. Right. How do you not know? No, like, my, my mother knows what a website is. Right. It, it, yes. <laughs> it, it, they just make him, like, really dumb in this. Um, at this point, it kicks over. Sam is at the, at the, at the party. Her friend Alicia is there. Um, who, in the beginning, Alicia asked Sam to go as sodium chloride. As chloride, yeah. Salt. Yep. Um, wear shirts that had the molecules yeah names on them they would dress up like each molecule so together they're salt right yep and her friends make fun of her and yada yada so Sam then finally asks her friend Alicia who becomes a bigger part of the show to hang out and Alicia's like sure let's definitely do it all of a sudden Daniel who is a chaperone of the party sees a sign for Cobra Kai yep and he's like are you no kidding way. me really are you kidding me and all of a sudden, it brings flashbacks to when he was at his Halloween costume, his Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he sees... A skeleton. Right. Yeah. He sees him, and he's like, are you kidding me? So he starts going out. He sees Johnny putting up the flyers. like, you have to leave. You can't be in here. And Johnny's like, what are you doing here? Are you following me? He's like, no. I'm actually... And you see his daughter running right. off with Kyler. Um, Who's dressed up like Captain Hook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awful. Um, and he's like, you know what? I got to go. He's like, you can't be here. You need to leave. Just get out of here. Just leave. Yeah, I don't have time for this now. And it, it, scrolls, it scans over to Kyler and Sam are in the classroom. They kiss a little bit. He's like, I have something for you. And he's like, it's in my pocket. I, but I, I need help getting my belt off. And like- you see this scene going back and forth. And obviously, if you're outside, if you're looking in... You're thinking one thing. Something's going on. But here's the interesting thing. Um, It was obvious that they were setting it up to look like that. However, um, for a moment, I kind of bought what he was saying. Like, it really was a a gift he was giving her that he couldn't get to. Um, But that's the whole thing is basically we get through and find out that he really was being a jerk and the whole the what right. he was giving her. I mean, basically, he comes in he's like, I'm just trying to give her this bracelet. It was my grandmother's. Like, oh, it's a big deal type thing. And, you know, John, uh, Johnny. I, I want to call him Johnny because of um, Outsiders. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think I watched The Outsiders more than I watched Karate Kid, to be honest. Um, 
Did he die in that movie? Yeah, Stay Gold, Pony Boy. Yeah. That was a great movie. It was a fantastic movie. The cast is insane. Oh, my. Tom Cruise. um, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Rob Lowe. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, I mean, Matt Dillon's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Swayze died from cancer, didn't he? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but that was that was only recently. That was anyway. actually that was a fantastic cast, fantastic movie, oh, yeah. fantastic. Well, I mean, it's, it's based off the book, right? So yeah. Um. Anyway, the whole the whole point was uh, so Daniel, uh, basically like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. She runs off. She's mad. Blah blah blah. But you see later later on that he really just has like this cheap little bracelet that he was just using. He really was doing something that was inappropriate. It's really inappropriate. Um. Right. And he doesn't really care about her. It's just you know. A notch on the old belt type attitude, right? You know, like okay. And you, you see, you, like you said, you know, Daniel kind of walks in and he gets the wrong impression, which really it's, it's crazy. As parents, we look at him and go, "We're not seeing this wrong." Right. As teenagers, you're like, you're getting the wrong impression. But if you let the whole thing play out, like you're saying, mm-hmm. we saw that as parents from the beginning. Right. Right. And it's crazy because I would never. It was funny. I was, I was a friend of mine from high school was on Facebook, and. She had this. She put this picture up, of old old photographs, and below it was all the negatives mm-hmm. that came with it. And her son or daughter or something like that came over, and on the fo- Facebook post, she goes, "My kid came up and said, look at these old photos. I found these um, bracelets that go with them.'" <laughs> And she's like, those are the negatives. That <laughs> and she goes, back in our day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I yeah. never thought I would say the words back in our day. Right. Um, and with this, when you look at it, when you're 15, 16 years old, you, do, you don't see the other side of the possibilities of what could happen. As a parent, right. you're like, oh, oh yeah, I see where this is going. Right. Like, clearly. Clearly. It's obvious. How do you know? Um I used to do I, it. I'm alive. <laughs> I was 15 once. Um, so Sam obviously gets mad, walks away, storms out. Um, <laughs> and then you see, back to the cyberbullying thing, you see a big, a, a huge thread in a video of Alicia, who's a, kind of an overweight girl. Yep. They, t- they took a little picture or video of her and like, put it up on Snapchat or something, something like that. that. And, and everybody spread. in the school got it. Yeah. And it's, they put a pig nose on her face and yeah, she's eating. Saying, she's... saying that the snack table's under uh, under attack. Right. Um, and you just see her. She got it. Everybody got it. Yeah. She, she... That was super. It, it was actually very, very unrealistic. It was unrealistic that she, that that person would do it and send it to her and not just like keep it to herself and show her friends privately or just send it privately. The fact that she sent it to everybody, I'm like, that's above and beyond. This person's like a horrible person. And, right. and but it's like, like a like, not a believable horrible person. Right. It it seemed really over the top and ridiculous. Right. So yeah, they're not they're not usually the ones that start it. They're usually the ones that if something happens, they'll continue it. Right. 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 Um, then you see Miguel with his two new friends. They're like, oh, we have to go to the bathroom. So they go to the bathroom. And they were actually going to try to ask these three girls to dance. And then this one kid dressed up as Doctor Who comes over and asks them. He's like, I just lost a Doctor Who. I'm out. <laughs> so they're all in the, the, the boys' bathroom. And they're talking. And his friend, Dimitri, whatever. The, Dimitri. Yeah, he's like, 
you know, technically, um, we're, for, we're zero for zero, which is better than zero for one. So technically, we're statistically better than if we actually tried and failed. Yeah. And Eli still hasn't said a word, has he? Hawk? Yeah. No. He well, hasn't said a word in, in yeah, ever. Like, I don't think he has. Not in the last episode, not in this. Right. I, I mean, I thought I thought he did have a couple of... No, he did. He did speak a couple of times. Very, very minimally. Very, very yeah. minimally, yeah. It's all Dimitri. He's He's the mouth. Oh yeah, the whole time. I mean, oh, yeah. the whole the whole season. I, I love how he how he progresses though too. I'm I'm happy to see how he his character develops as the seasons go on. Like once he gets to season three. Oh yeah, I mean you get to see this, those two, uh, the split between those two. Oh, yeah, I mean it's bad, but good at the same time. It's it's very interesting. Um, we come to find out that the bath the boys' bathroom is actually connected to the boys' locker room in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're listening, he Miguel actually hears Kyler and his friends talking about what you were saying yeah. earlier about how Kyler was going to actually, you know, he's like, his friends were like, oh, so you're going to do this again? He's like, yeah, yeah it worked before. Yeah, that cheap little bracelet. Yeah, you gave it to so and so. He's like, yeah, I don't care about her either. Blah blah blah, whatever. Like he's just being straight up a jerk. Right. All right. Well. Um. And, Miguel hears it. They see him, and they, they now all of a sudden they've already had this running because it's the same four guys that beat him up at the strip mall. Um, and now he's sitting there, and all of a sudden, the montage of him kicking. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about it, and he gets mad, and he kicks Kyler. It's a good kick. Good One kick. good kick <laughs> into the wall, and but then that's, but that's all he's got. <laughs> right, and then they get him. They push him against the lockers. He's like, oh crap. Yeah, he's done. He's, they basically beat the ever-loving life out of him. Right. Um, they do to him what the Cobra Kai did to Daniel right. in the first movie. Right. He was just he was basically just like left for hospital at that point. Right. At this point in time, he's getting beat up in the thing. Johnny's in the hall, and he goes to an old trophy case. Yeah. He's looking at it, and there's he's an old picture, picture of, of Allie. Allie. Yep. You know, you're like another throwback, obviously. Yep. Which. I'm all for the throwbacks every 30 seconds, though. That's mm-hmm. the only... I guess it's it's a lot it's a lot heavier in the first season than yeah. it is in season two and three. Um, so it does it does kind of cool off. Um, it's just a lot. Um, the kids come out of the bathroom. The he locker realizes room. something's up there. What are they up to? He walks in. He sees Miguel on the floor, and <sighs> roll credits. Yeah, pretty much that's it. Every episode is a cliffhanger in this. Mm-hmm. Like, it stops in the middle of the action. Which is... It's... Is it just this season, or is it everyone? It's just about everyone. Okay. I'm trying to I think mean, of... even, even the end of this... Ep- even the end of each season is a cliffhanger. Well, yeah. So, just they keep on doing that. It's, it's a really good tactic to teach people how to binge. And then the thing is, when you binge something, you tend to forget a lot about it. So, you watch it again. You watch it again. And you watch it again. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. So, binging has its... has its. Yeah. No. There's nothing good about binging. You, no. you don't You don't invest enough time. Because l- instead of giving yourself time to process what you just watched, you're taking in another one. Right. And I'm like, oh, the story keeps Which going. Which even taking notes when you're watching this, you get a whole other perspective on the show than if you just sat there and watched it. Oh, right. Um, Absolutely. My, it's funny because my daughter will come, my oldest will come home from her, will come to my house from her mom's. And she's like, I just binged all of this. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel so, I said, you. That's what you did eat moms? You didn't grow up <laughs> watching one episode. And if you missed it, 
you had to wait till the next week because they would replay, they would do a repeat mm -hmm. of that episode before the next episode. Right. So like if it was a so you could get an hour in, but you'd watch last week's episode if you miss it, and then you'd watch this, and you were looking forward to this brand new. You had to sit through commercials, and then when the season was over, you had to wait three or four months for the reboot of the next season. Um, they don't do that anymore, and kids today are not used to that. Well, I mean, we've definitely watched some stuff. I mean, there's things that are coming out right now that are you have to wait a week. You know, I mean, the Disney is, is the only one that does that right now. Did, did, was Cobra Kai releasing every episode? They release every oh, yeah. season. Every, every season altogether. Same with Stranger Things. Yeah, Netflix tends to just put everything out. Yeah, they record um, it all at once and then. Bleh. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. So I, I do like that Disney is holding off, but then sometimes I go, but no, I want to watch more because we're in this we're in this binge right. um, society. It's just the way that I appreciate it is that now. though. Yeah, because you know, I was listening to a podcast with you and Will, and Will said, you know, it gives you time to process exactly that episode. To you know, you watch it, you kind of think about it. You're, you you maybe maybe you watch it again, right? So that you really understand it, um, and then you watch the next, the new episode. But well, you had a good week. Well, yeah. Well, think about it this way: if if Marvel put out a new movie every month, you'd hate it. We would just get so bored of Marvel. Right. Not not because like, well, that's just too much content, but more because we're not investing our time into really appreciating what we just watched. Because it's here's the next one, here's the next one, here's the next one. So I I like that. What what makes the movies good is I can go back and watch any of the Marvel movies, any of the MCU movies, and I watch them like, oh, this is this is good, right. because I got to watch it and enjoy it before. I'm not just gonna I'm not just rushing through trying to catch up, so I don't I don't get lost right. and stuck behind. And I will say that that's what Marvel did mess up when they brought out Captain Marvel. One of the biggest reasons why that failed. Not only was it it wasn't one of the better ones, but they brought it out literally three days before Infinity War. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're bringing out the first movie of one of the biggest endings. Oh no, no, Endgame, not Infinity War. I thought it was. No, I think it was Infinity. Was it Endgame? N no, I'm pretty sure it was Infinity War. Are you sure it came out before Infinity War? It came out three days before Infinity War. Oh, interesting. Okay, like, that makes yeah, that makes sense. It came out on Wednesday. Infinity War came out on like a Friday, but it was like. You literally released these two movies, and Captain Marvel could have actually—it may not have been a huge hit, but it could have actually made a little bit more money if they if they gave it some space between that release and the release of Infinity War. Right. Because then you were because they brought it out because she was going to have this huge role in in the movie for for Endgame. So and then was, she has like and then she has a five after, minute scene after Infinity War was Ant Man and the Wasp after Ant Man and the Wasp was Captain Marvel after Captain Marvel was Endgame so then it was three days before Endgame and they released it because she's in Endgame right for five minutes <laughs> yep maybe ten yep and you I'm thinking they they're they're bringing her in because through the comics she was the one that could take on and take out Thanos right. And they bring it. So, so could have um, um, what's her face there? Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. Yeah, she almost did. She almost did until uh, whatever happened happened. 
forgot what it was. Right. Something took her out, and he's like, ah, good. But he was like done. Right. He was almost done. Yeah, because she was at the, in the end game. She was. Yeah. Yeah, holding him back. Um, but you. But the thing is, when you release too so much at one time, mm-hmm. it gets lost. Right. Do I think Captain Marvel would have been a better movie if they released it way before Endgame? Mm. No. Um, but would it have gotten more attention if they did that? Yeah, I think it got totally. overshadowed by Endgame because of that. Yep. So, but I think we're at record time on this episode. Record time. I mean, this episode was only like 23 minutes long total. Oh, yeah, it was a super short one. What's cool is that you watch the... Um, you watch the the show, and then the last like nine minutes of it is just credits. Credits. <laughs> like, oh, okay, whatever. It's great. Um, it's really approaching midnight, and I'm getting like yeah beat. I have a couple ten, twelve minute drive home still. Wow. Well, wow. It's been fun talking about this with you, Owen. Wow. 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 You bring up Owen. Owen. Have you seen No Escape with Owen Wilson? No. Escape. It's he's a he's he's basically in this country as a as a I don't know, he, for his job with his family. Okay. And the this corrupt government takes over and he's trapped. He goes, "Wow, there's no escape." Wow. <laughs> and um he is there's no comedy in the movie at all it is completely serious you are brought on this ride of like what is going to happen it's so devastating but it's such a great it is out of Owen Wilson's box but he does a great job with it oh okay so I went down that that, if you want to if you want to see a good movie watch No Escape I think it's on Netflix right now wow Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm sorry. That movie will forever be. It, it's a huge thing for me. It's, it's funny because lately I've I've found myself um, jumping into movies that I used to watch as a, as a child and realizing. I mean, maybe I'm getting too heavy here, but realizing like the connection I had with them. So my parents separated when I was young. So Mrs. Doubtfire always was a big connection for me. I'm just like I get that. You know, the parents are separated. I mean, my father didn't, like, put on some fake persona and try to, like, you know, pursue me as his child um, <laughs> with, with, like, prosthetics. I um, am Jub. I am Jub. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but, but speaking, not to interrupt, but speaking of getting into movies and shows that remind us of our childhood... We are going over Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. um, season one, episode four, mm-hmm. as of right now, and it's right. kind of going back to the original Karate Kid. Oh, totally. Um, so, <laughs> but we will try our best to make it through this one. This one is actually titled Cobra Kai Never Dies. Really good self-titled, I mean, title for the show. Yeah. Um, as we see this episode, the he's about to close the dojo. Yeah. And then, as you see this episode, he actually finds a way to reopen it. Well, where we left off is basically Miguel got totally beaten down by Kyler and his buddies. Yep. Uh, because he tried to fight them off when he was not prepared. He, he knew how to kick. He knew a kick. And that was about all he knew. One kick. One single kick. Yep. Um, but as we get through, like, this episode and, like, the next episode, we start to see how things change. Um, where he starts to learn more than a kick. Right. It's, it's and it's awesome. So I, I I like that this series 
what, what's cool about it is we're not watching the Karate Kid. You know, we're not watching a an hour and a half long movie about somebody building up to that point. We're seeing it like happen a lot quicker. Right. So we're getting to more of the okay, we've got it here. We can do a lot more with these stories because we've seen montages. We don't need to see a lot more. But this show is all about montages. Oh, I, yeah. It, it's <clears throat> like every episode has a montage. I love them. Yeah. They actually do it. I don't mind the small montage in these episodes because they actually do a decent job with it. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's 15 montages in one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one, maybe one montage per episode. Um, but they do a good job because you see, they try to just, you know, make time go by quicker, which is fine. Right. Um, but this one opens up with, quote unquote, Eduardo um, at a computer store. Uh <laughs> Trying to service a laptop for a customer that just walked in. <clears throat> Tells the guy to come back in an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, asks the guy for his password to his computer so he can get in and fix it. And the guy goes, it's password. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, mine's one, two, three, four. So I, I understand that with you. Yeah. Um, then he walks outside with the computer to his friends. Takes off the shirt that was wearing for the computer store, you you realize he's scamming it and he's stealing the computer. Yeah, so, I mean, but this Eduardo is obviously his buddy Eddie that he knows, but this is actually Robbie Keane, who is the son of Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. So, you can see he's just used to scamming. It's it's funny because I see his character and it almost reminds me of Jesse from Free Willy in the beginning. Yes. Like, it's it's very much the same type of character where he's, like... On the streets. Kind of on the streets. Living his himself. own thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's doing what he needs to do. And and that's about it. And as the series goes on, we know that he starts to, just like Jesse, open up a little bit more, um, let go of some of his, you know, angst. And right. um, however, how he's living his life. So it's, it's cool to see how they started off with this, you know, very similar, you know, story we've seen. And, I mean, not to get too far into the series, but we know that it's actually a very dramatic change that kind of happens very quickly, I think, uh, at one point. But we'll get there. Yeah. I mean, you realize that he is Johnny's dad, I mean, Johnny's son, because he sees a flyer for Cobra Kai on the ground. And he looks when we drop, at it. When we get our first F-bomb. Right. <laughs> um, which, they do that a few times in the episodes. I'm not I'm not a fan of that in this TV series. Yeah, there there are ways we can watch it. So the thing that I, I recognize and I wanted to bring up here, um, we're watching the show, and but we don't we don't promote this kind of language. Right, at all. <laughs> um, but we're watching the show, and, and there's something you can do. Um, what are they using now? Um, uh, there's that... Uh, VidAngel. VidAngel. Yeah, VidAngel's doing stuff, and they do The Chosen. Yep. Um, but you can actually use their their um, program, which will cut out some of the language or really anything that's Beep. not appropriate. Yeah, they'll, they'll know that they cut it out. They just... they just You'll hear, and it will continue to... Yeah, like, they'll do what's that. What's going on? Yeah, there's a, there's a few, thing that, few things that they do. So if you want to watch a show like this, but you're like, oh, I know the language is, is up there... You can use VidAngel, which will help you um, be able to watch things It'll without having to, you know, deal with some of the gore, the anything that's like sexually, you know, um, whatever thrown in there. Um, yeah, or so for any Kevin Bacon movie, get that. <laughs> Kevin Bacon? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or, or Kevin Costner movie, if you don't want to see his cheeks. Every <laughs> single Kevin Costner movie. Really? Waterworld? 
probably. Yeah, probably. Dances with Wolves, Robin Hood. I mean, you see all four cheeks in every single movie. All four cheeks? All four cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so Mid-Angel would only make you see two. <laughs> okay. Um, but you realize that he is Johnny's dad, son. I'm not going to keep saying dad. Dad's His son. Because he finds the fire on the ground, and one of his friends says, oh, that's some stupid crud. He goes, yeah, that's my dad. And we already knew that, though, from the previous episode where his the teacher called him. That's true. The principal. True. But we, we, we get here that he's like, he really hates his dad. I mean, we kind of got that before in the phone call, but Johnny's actually feeling, in this episode, like he needs to step in. Right. And Because he, he actually pants to the next scene, because um, after it does the whole Cobra Kai opening mm-hmm. sequence, which is just... I love it. When you watch it on Netflix, it just does the opening shot of the Cobra Kai symbol. Yeah. And it still gives you skip intro. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> f- f- skip the next, like, five two, seconds. two and a half seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yep. get it. Um, but you see Johnny walking down the street, drinking his Coors Banquet. B- banquet. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's kind of having that, he's thinking back to... A few nights before when Miguel got beat up and how he kind of let, let Miguel him down. down. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden he sees a billboard for Daniel LaRusso. Uh, <laughs> for LaRusso Auto Sales. For LaRusso Auto Sales. And he sees this kid with, the, with a can of spray paint. He goes, I'll trade you one can for another. And <laughs> then he gives him the beer and he takes the spray paint. And, and then it skips. Yeah, to, that's, that's all we know. <laughs> it skips to Daniel making <laughs> breakfast for his kids. Sam comes down. Um, she walks out because she's still mad at the whole yeah. scene of him making, you know, getting on Kyler at the school. Right, when he jumped in yes. there and interrupted them. Right. But the, th- the thing is, we knew that Kyler was up to no good, but she didn't at that, at that moment. Right. <clears throat> right. So then... Daniel's driving to work, and his wife calls him from the dealership. And he's like, and she's like, have you seen the billboard yet? And he's looking, and he sees Cole's, His competitor, yeah. He's got her Cole's dealership and how he's this big thing. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's not that big. And she's like, no, not that billboard. And all of a sudden, you see him drive by, <laughs> and... There <laughs> is a phallic symbol painted near his face. Near his face. It is the size On of, his face. The size of the billboard. <laughs> No, no, it's right in the middle. Right in the middle on his face. And it just becomes one bad pun after another pun after... (laughs) Pun, pun, funny pun, pun. Um, And and it's just bad. So, obviously, now the remainder of this episode is going to revolve around this main issue. Um, (laughs) Words are thrown around this episode like... Oh, it's bad. It's it's pretty bad. That's why you need VidAngel. Yeah. <laughs> um, it now pans over to Miguel nursing his wounds and his mom giving him some ice. Um, and then it goes from there to Johnny pass out on the floor. <laughs> which happens quite a bit. Yeah. You Especially know, early on. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's still, even though it, as you go through the seasons, it still happens from yeah. time to time. Yep. Um, but he wakes up. He constantly wakes up to his phone ringing and... Probably like an eight-hour-old beer, which he continues to drink. Well, of course. Which I used to drink. I never finished off a beer from the night before. It never yeah. tasted good. Well, no, it's always warm and flattish, and 
you don't know what kind of flies landed in it. Or I what mean, else is in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in this case, again, it's the principal of his son's school. But you've had couch pizza. Everybody's everybody's had old pizza. Oh, oh yeah. Next day pizza? Oh, yeah. That's different, though. Hmm. That's way different than day-old beer that's been opened. True. Um, there was an episode. Do you remember the show Undeclared? Not many people do. Um, so there was Freaks and Geeks. Everybody remembers that Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. After Freaks and Geeks was a show called Undeclared. I never saw it. It was in it was college. Seth Rogen. Okay. Um, Jason Siegel. Um, a, a ton. Uh, what's his face there? Charlie Hunnam, who was like super known for um, Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Was a little British dude in it, and then he became you know what's his face there in Sons of Anarchy. The show itself, um, there was one episode where these guys, they all <laughs> they all scored a keg of beer. But the problem is what they, they had to get all the beer out of it to return it. Because the thing is, whoever, whoever, whatever dorm got the keg, they had to return it by a certain time the next day. So these guys took all the beer and put it in anything they can find. It was in every pitcher, every fishbowl, every helmet, like seriously everything they can find. And I'll never forget it was Seth Rogen who's like wait like trying to wake somebody up. And I think it was Charlie Hunnam. He's going up there and he, he comes up and he's like, "Come on, wake up, buddy. We got to drink all this beer. Come on, we have all this beer. It's getting old." It's like, "Come on, time to get up and drink me. Time to wake up and drink me." <laughs> but that and it, it so when I think about like Johnny waking up with all this old beer, all I think of is that episode. So, um, Undeclared was my show. It came out. I was probably like a freshman or a sophomore in high school. I'm like, this is the greatest show ever. I laughed so hard. I cried so hard. It was actually a really great show. It's it's um. Oh, why am I forgetting his name? Who who did um, Apatow? Judd Apatow. He did Freaks and Geeks, Anchorman, okay. Heavyweights. Yeah. We know Heavyweights. Was Jay, um, what's his name? Baruchel? Yeah. Yeah, he was the main character. He was in that. He was the main character. That's where Jay Baruchel first came came into, like, movies. And stuff. I actually, he, he, I actually, him outside oh, of. because you liked the, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Sorcerer's Apprentice was good. <laughs> yeah. um, she's out of my league. Oh, that movie was, that movie was really funny. It was really funny. Yeah. Um. What was it? Was it T.J. Miller? T.J. Miller made his big movie debut in that movie. Was, was, yeah, he's like the next generation of Seth Rogen. Same kind of hair, you know, potty mouth, funny comedian. Um, they're very different people. I can't. Uh, they are very different people. What I'm saying is, he's he's just that goofy. Um, T.J. Miller looks like he's a Busey. That's all I can say. He's he's like Jake Busey's best friend. <laughs> That's basically what I get. Like he, 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 like everything about him is screams Jake Busey. Well, so they're, they're a, like he's a solid six because he plays in the band. So <laughs> the Hall and Oates band. <laughs> Your kiss is on my list. <laughs> the argument they have in that movie, it's lips. No, it's list. <laughs> Your kiss, your kiss. Yeah. Um, but uh, Slapshot Regatta. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. It's such a it's it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some inappropriate. <laughs> no, it's a bad movie. It's a horrible movie. It but is. You've seen it. That it, movie reminds me of Just Friends. In the it's like it's inappropriate, but there are some funny moments in it. 
there's a lot of funny moments in it. Yeah. There is some inappropriateness to it. Um, but it's just that underdog story. <laughs> I, I, I like underdog stories for some yeah, reason. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? I don't like underdog. That was an awful movie. I didn't watch that. Was that J uh, Jason Lee? That was Dusty Lee. <laughs> Dusty Lee? Dusty Lee. Uh, but back to the show. Um, so Johnny answers the phone and it's the principal of his son's school again. Again. Um, this time he's been out of school for a month. I'm sorry for interrupting the, uh, the big canoe trip in Colorado. So uh, Robbie gave some uh, go crazy on. excuse of where they were going for the last month. Um, and then, then it flips over to Johnny Miguel having a heart to heart about the, a quick heart to heart about the dojo. Um, Miguel needs Johnny to keep training him. Johnny wants to close the dojo. They go back and forth. Cobra Kai never dies. Cobra Kai never dies. Miguel's like, but I need you. Johnny's going, but I'm closing. Yep. So <clears throat> Sam then talks to her friend Aisha. I think at this point in school, um, because she's apologizing for the cyberbullying that happened in the previous episode. And, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, at this point, Dan Daniel keeps trying to call Sam. And it's funny because she gives Kyler a hug because he's having a conversation with Kyler. Mm -hmm. And she holds the phone purposely so it pans so out we to can the see screen. It. So we can see yeah. that her dad's called three or four times. Mm -hmm. I don't know. like they to For filmography, that to, to make stuff happen that doesn't usually happen is weird to me. Right, like you don't, it was, you don't it ever was out hold there. the phone that way when you're giving somebody a hug. Right, and but. they thought that, but they're like, "But you know, whatever. We need to show it and get over it. Whatever. It is what it is." Um, I mean, the business, there's a big thing in this. It's the Sam realizing that Kyler is really not that good of a person. Uh huh. Danny trying to get back at Johnny. Danny being happy. Daniel being. I keep calling him Danny, but it's Daniel. Daniel being happy that Sam realizes what's going on. There's all these different relationship mm -hmm. things going on. Right. Um, Robbie and his friends are now at his apartment, and they're watching some crazy, stupid stuff on his on the computer that he actually stole. Um, when Johnny actually walks into his apartment um, and starts giving him the father the son talk, you know, you need to be better at this, and um, Robbie wants absolutely nothing to do with Johnny and says you need to leave like get out <clears throat> and he starts ripping on his mom who I mean he's not lying you know right. she's out at the bar trying to pick up a guy or something just so but that's her method of trying to find somebody who can be like a father to Robbie is to go out to the bar and just be a bar fly and yeah it's it's sad, and Johnny calls that out, and Robbie backs up his mother and says, no, you can't talk about my mother like that. Right. You know, how dare you step in here and try to, you know, be which a dad you, now. Which you find out that he starts to realize he his mom, too, as well, the Well, I mean, he on. knew it, but he doesn't want to... It's just like anything else. It's like, you know, like, ah, oh, You know, if you ever said, oh, my wife's being such a pain in the butt, and then somebody says, your wife is such a pain... Hey, don't talk to my wife like that. You yeah, know, only it, I it, can it, do that. Yeah, only I can do that. You know, like, oh, your sister's such a... Hey, don't talk about my sister. You know, whoever it is, it's always a, a man defending a female in one way or another, somebody where they have a relationship with. Yeah, I can say these things. You can't say those things. Right. 
Um, it's crazy. The one thing with this, they cram so much into 20, 25 minutes. It's mm. like they don't stay with one character for a long period of time. No. It's like it bounces. Because now it bounces over to Miguel and his two friends that we, we know as Hawk come season two. Oh, later on, yeah. yeah. He's still... He's still um, whatever his Eli. Name. Yeah, and what's what's the other guy's name? Dimitri. Dimitri, and they're talking about what the best superpower to have is, <laughs> and one kid's like flying, and he's oh, yeah. like, no, invisibility, and mm -hmm. super speed is a, as a close second. That way you can get away from the people who are making fun of you or beating you so up. You can run away. So you can run away. <laughs> um. So that I would say with that, what if you? Every guy has had this question, this conversation with other with other friends. What would your favorite superpower be? It would be were... flight. If I if I had the power of flight, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have my fear of heights. I guess unless you're Peter Pan. Peter Pan is afraid of heights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I get the hook reference. Good for you. <laughs> flight though, really. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think that about you. Why? Because out of all the superheroes you like, a lot of them don't fly. Well, I mean, I guess flight, but I think my my favorite well, my, 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 my favorite like, superhero, per se, has always been Spider-Man. No, oh, Batman's no. not a superhero. He's just a hero who has money. That's he's, true. His, his superpower is he's rich. Right. <laughs> the money. <laughs> <laughs> but but Spider-Man always fascinated me. Um because he didn't have like he was stronger he was more agile he had um he was smart like super smart and built the whole web shooter thing like real spider-man not raimi spider-man yeah um and he had like a spider sense like he had all these really cool things but peter he was tingle. not huh peter tingle the peter tingle <laughs> uh but he was not like invincible right you know he was not like like he was still like he was tough, but he was still vulnerable. That's why I always thought Spider-Man was one of the coolest things. Like, I love playing Spider-Man video games, because I, I really would love to emulate that. Um, that would be great, but if it came down to it, I mean, the, the obvious answer is, well, what's superpower? I'm like, everything Superman is, because Superman is just way too easy. Oh, that's not true. Yes? No. Except for Kryptonite. Okay. No, that's not no. <laughs> One of Superman's downfalls, and it shows it in a lot of things too, is he doesn't know how to fight. Doesn't need to. Right, but he when doesn't he, need but to. But when he, the, but when he loses his powers because of kryptonite, no, or he's not a fight. Or if he's fighting somebody who has extra uh, the has same powers as him, yeah. similar powers, and they can fight, he always loses. Well, because he never knows how to fight. Right. Yeah, I get that. But that's the thing is like he has everything. He has everything. So in reality, if he doesn't face anybody who's just like him, he's good to go. Like, completely. Unless they have kryptonite. Yeah, but that's any superhero by themselves. Mm-hmm. <coughs> if anybody faced Peter Parker as Spider-Man, th they're not going too far. He's, he's going to win. Mm-hmm. So, Iron Man. He's going to win. Okay. So you're saying that what Superman has to train with Ra's al Ghul? That would be cool. That would be awesome. That would be actually really cool. Right. Actually, that would be really cool. <laughs> you know, like take take away our yellow sun and have him like actually need to train, 
and then he comes back and he's like super jujitsu, like Superman. They actually did that with Batman. They did Ninja Batman. Oh, I know. I, I want to see that. Um, That's so, been out for a long time. Then it so back to the show. Daniel goes into a business meeting where his wife. Um, They're talking, and she shows him a commercial of what Coles is doing now, and how he's kind of ripping on Daniel's Larusso's car dealership, and how he's the only patriot, and <laughs> yada yada yada. Well, no, that's a big deal. <laughs> Sorry, I got nuts. <laughs> so, I didn't have dinner tonight, <laughs> per se. Um, anyway, ah, <sighs> so. The, they're having a discussion with their um, with an advertising uh, advertisement agency right. that they're considering working with, and they said, "Oh, here's your competitors thing. Like, don't tell them we told you we showed you this, but here's what he's up to." And it was this whole thing about being American. Everything I do is American, and in these dry times, we need a you know something that's responsible, like a cactus <coughs> that barely needs water. Now. What's funny is, in reality, when this when the show came out, there was a huge drought issue going on in California. Right. So it was very relevant. And he's basically ripping on everything that Danny does. Daniel. Right. <coughs> does. Which is, like, the plants, you know, the fact that he's all about Japan and karate and this and that, and this guy's, like, just ripping on everything and saying, you know what? I know you like these things, but guess what? I'm American. I care about the environment. I care about conserving water. And who needs this? You know what? This plant is American. Like, everything he does is ripping totally on him. And Danny just gets up and walks out. Yeah. Like, he can't even finish the meeting. Right. Just walks right out. See, I wish that they kind of, like, went from there to him entering the next dealership, but it doesn't. Um... Then you see Robbie's mom. You get introduced to Robbie's mom, and she's midday in a bar, pretending to get an application, but she's just on her next date. No, not even that. She didn't pretend to get an application. The way that it came, the way that it played out was hilarious. She's over there with a guy, right? <clears throat> and he's talking about this and that, and he's like, "Am I boring you?" She's like, "No." As she like sucks down her drink really hard, because she's like, "This guy's totally boring me." But her point is she wants to just drink it up, <clears throat> find a guy who's got money so she can survive because she is the definition of a barfly, and um, whatever. And at one point, Johnny shows up, and, she, and the guy's like, oh, I'll go get us a table. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me go talk to him. So she's talking to Johnny. <laughs> I don't I didn't ask you, Google. Get out of here. Sorry, my robots are talking to me. Um... <laughs> My phone went off after you did that. <laughs> so, mine probably did too. So, sorry, I'm like choking on air. <coughs> there we go. So, as she's saying this and that and they're backing herself up, she goes, no, Johnny, for your information, I'm not here just to find a guy. I came here to look for a bartender job. And as she says it, the bartender goes, oh, do you need an application? She goes, shut up, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> move on. Like, get out of here. Like, right. you're, ru you're ruining what I just said. <laughs> but it, and I, I thought that was way funnier than it needed to be. Right. 
Um, but that you, you skipped over it for a second, but I'm like, no, this, this needs to be talked about. It was actually really funny because it shows her, like, you get un an understanding of her character. She was not really there for that. We know for a fact this is a place she goes to all the time. She knows right. the bartender by name, and she's always there. And she's obviously a gold digger. Right. Right. <coughs> so they get into an argument about Robbie, um, probably one of the first arguments they've had in a long time um, about their son. <laughs> Because she has no real clue what's going on with him because she's always out and about meeting other guys and trying to get to the next whim or whatever. And obviously Johnny's not there, um, ever. So he doesn't he gets the original he gets the, the on and off phone call from the principal because he's on the paperwork as, you know, his father, his father to call. Um and then it flips over. So they kinda get to the argument and then it kind of pans away. Daniel then walks into Cole's dealership to talk about the commercial that was shot. And he walks in by... Because the owner is with a, with another customer. Yeah, Cole's there. And he's trying to sell this huge SUV. And Daniel walks in and says, I would be careful buying a car here because he's going to put in a bunch of fees that are unnecessary. Warranties and all the stuff that every car dealer sells. And he basically just tries to... <laughs> bury the customer uh, or bury Coles by tell the customer what's, what's going to happen. And so so how did this resonate with you, Mr. X-Car Dealership? X-Car Dealership? <laughs> okay. um, I've, I've seen some, some of that stuff happen and it irritates me that it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, so Daniel starts going off on how Coles really how they're both really American. They both love it and Coles is like <laughs> You know, I'm as honest with my advertising as you are with yours, Mr. Karate Man. Like, you, yeah. don't, you don't really know. He goes, I was, in fact, he goes, I was um, the champion two mm -hmm. years in a row. Yeah. All-Valley champion two mm -hmm. years in a row. He's like, ooh, All-Valley champion. <laughs> He's like, you want, he makes fun of me. He goes, do you want a boba? The boba tea. I, those things are massive. Yeah. Are they actually? Have you had one before? Uh, um, she has. My sorry, my she. she. She, she. My wife. My wife has. I was never really interested at all in anything like that. It, it, lo it look looked weird to me. Like, what's that caviar? I don't understand what. It's, what, like, what, it's what this think? chunky tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all set. Um, so Cole's like, can I get you a boba? You know, because that's what he gives customers. He gives customer bobas and. Daniel gives customer bonsai trees. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, he walks out and the guy's still making fun of him. So Daniel turns around and. Mm -mm. Yeah. First of all, because of the billboard, totally skipped this part. He ordered a hundred. <laughs> That's a <laughs> hundred sausages sent over to his dealership for lunch. So when he shows up, he goes, oh, hey, how's it going? How was lunch? <laughs> and you know what came from him was on the receipt. Right. So the thing is... The memo on the receipt was <laughs> awful, too. It was so bad. Well, but the thing is, Daniel thinks that Cole did what we saw on the billboard. Right. At this point. We realize here at this point, Cole did not do that. But we don't he, realize that yet. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, you're right. We don't realize that yet. Not yet. But but he he gets the whole th sausage thing, and then he says he says something about oh you must be pretty full. 
Oh, with all that in your mouth. Yeah, and and it was like it was the rudest, most ridiculous thing the guy said, and it was in reference to something he was not even a part of, but thought was funny. Right. So Daniel does this crazy spin kick, yep. which you can see, you can tell is not that pretty looking. It's <laughs> awful. And he spin kicks his boba out of his drink all over his out of his hand all over his showroom floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see Cole kind of like shocked. Oh yeah, more upset that the drink. He's he's more upset in my opinion that the drink is all over the floor than the fact that Daniel even kicked it. Mm-hmm. Like all over the floor, all over him, all over the cars. Yeah, everywhere. Um, it now pans back over to Sam, Daniel's girl daughter. Um, and her boyfriend and, Ky- and Kyler are at the movies. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I missed a part. Because she is actually at the library. And Kyler earlier is with oh. his friends at the library. And yep. they're picking on... Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> M- Miguel. Um, and their friends. And they're making fun of them and throwing their backpacks in the trash. and With yogurt. With yogurt. <laughs> There's a lot of yogurt for his bag to be <laughs> I know. that covered in He's it. He's like, I just threw a yogurt out in there. And he pulls it out, and it's totally covered in yogurt. I'm like, Dripping. why didn't you eat all that yogurt? Right. Um, so what you, he doesn't realize that Sam is actually seeing this because they walk past some of the bookshelves, and she comes up, and she notices the whole thing. So now they're at the movie theater, and um, she's upset. Oh, yeah. She is very upset, and he tries to put some moves on her, and she's not having it whatsoever. And, and she brings it up. I saw what you did in the, in the library. You right. were a jerk. And he goes, oh, we all know those are my friends. Now, let's talk about my past life. I did something very much like this in high school, and I remember um, there was somebody that I, I, I knew him, and every single day, for like three months every time I saw him in the hallway it was always in the same place the same time going from class to class and I'd see him and I would push somebody that would bump into him into like this little section in the wall it became like this joke that we would do every single day and finally it got back to the security guard called me and somebody else and him into the office was like hey you're picking on this kid every single day I'm like, oh, we're friends. No, we're not. I'm like, we do this all the time. I'm like, this is this is like a morning ritual, and we do it as as like a joke. And I look, I'm like, right, Stephen, you know, to the kid, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, right. Like, I'm like, whoa, and it was the first and only time in my life where I'm like, I was a bully. Right. It was weird. Not to compare myself to Kyler, he's like a total jerk in this. Mind you guys, he bullies (laughs) me all the time. I know. But I mean, it's it's weird to to look back I know. and remember and remember this. But that's that's never who I really was. But it was like there was a one opportunity that became a joke. And he and when he said that, I was like, I covered my butt. But then it made me think. I'm like, man, I I really bullied this kid and didn't even notice that. You were mean. I was. I know. Yeah. Poor kid. Steven, if you're listening, I doubt you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, we did talk about it afterwards. I said, hey, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, after we left the office. Good for you. But the point is, you know, Kyler's not that guy. Right. Well, the cool thing is, is because we, we as we find out down the road, 
Sam does know martial arts because Daniel did teach her for a while. But at this point, he tells her to sit down, and she's not having it. And he stands up, and she defends herself pretty well. Oh yeah, like and he, he knocks gets him to... back down. Oh, and, but she does it. She does it in a great way, and he is totally embarrassed. Oh, in front of the whole movie theater. Let, like, I mean, nobody sees anything in the dark, but I mean, whatever. But he's just like totally like, uh, uh, hmm. So he uses that to his advantage. Nobody sees it, and whatever happens, and he, yeah, whatever. So we're getting the, we're getting that glimpse now. Now we get a glimpse of Johnny. Um, he's now in a diner. Um, having a meal or whatever, and he's looking around and he sees fathers with their sons, or a father with his son, and they're enjoying time. And you know, he was all he was told by um, Robbie's mother that he doesn't have a second chance. So he's really bumming. And you begin to see, you know, it's funny with this with this whole season. This scene, this scene is awesome. Yeah, you see, he is recognizing the jerk that he's always been and he wants he wants to start changing mm -hmm. and the cool thing is is it takes two or three seasons for him to start to really well you see it's a slow change for him and i like that because he's been this way all his life it was not overnight you see glimpses here and there and then he goes back and you see glimpse but he's constantly on the up and up versus an overnight shift and an overnight change. Right. And I appreciate that with this with this because well, <clears throat> it's his growth. You see his growth and his character building over the course of the few the seasons. The show is called Cobra Kai. The reality is the show is about Johnny. Right. Johnny is the main character in the show. Right. But the problem with with anything branding, we know Daniel. Right. And even though we see Daniel as kind of a jerk in some episodes, and we see him as kind of the, the, the hero in other episodes, we tend to be drawn to focus on him as the main character. When he's not. When he's not. Right. Maybe that's me, because I like good guys, and I'm like, oh, I follow, the, I, you know, good versus evil. Good always triumphs over evil. But, again, we're seeing this, um, the reality of some of this, some of the we see we're, we're seeing another side of the bad guy right and we're seeing another side of the good guy and we're seeing how it's like they're not so different you know I, I keep thinking Austin Powers like remember that time I told you we're not so different you and I we're not so different you and I yeah see I said that mm -hmm. like that <laughs> it, it's it's funny to me because there's always that thing little which like doggy. the <laughs> little doggy oh. at first I thought you, you were, were crazy <laughs> Doctor Evil at first but now I, I can see were... <laughs> okay so <laughs> it's Austin Powers I'm Fasha. Dougie I'm Dougie <laughs> anyway <laughs> stupid Dougie Dougie it's the worst one out of the three Dougie? of them. It is oh the, my Dougie! It is the worst one out of the out of the three of them. Well, yeah, I mean, of course. And then they had the love guru after that, and you're like, okay, Mike, just go home. It's Austin go back Powers. To, go Fasha. back to Canada. I think the funny part is when they do, um, what what is it, fat bastards? When you try to do the, the slow flip over the thing, and all of a sudden the, the, the wire breaks. <laughs> Where's my wire team? It's like seven guys trying to pull them up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. I tried the Subway diet like Jared. <laughs> and now my neck. <laughs> oh, never mind. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, baby. 
Danny DeVito no. is Minnie. No. Hey, I'm Minnie Me. <laughs> anyway, how do we get back to Austin Powers? Because you said, you said, uh. um, because you compared the two. I, I, no, I said a quick line, but the whole point is like, we start to see the other sides of these characters, and the right. show itself is really supposed to be about Johnny. But because we have such a uh, history with Danny, with Daniel, we 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 gravitate towards him. Right. But I think they really do have a balance where I I feel like after the first season, um, which was a YouTube only Stupid. special, um, it does become a dual, back and forth. Yeah, it's it's a, it's they very much more. Yeah. Like so they're 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 both they're both the main characters. Well, it's funny because you have three whole movies that. Focus solely on Daniel. Mm-hmm. And you had an entire season primarily focused on Johnny, mm-hmm. and then it goes into the two of them with their with their students and stuff. What's cool about it though is normally when you watch a movie, I mean maybe this is because I didn't watch Karate Kid a ton of times, but when you watch a, a movie or a show or anything where it's been like thirty years. <laughs> You ju- it's hard for you to like accept that people are older and they they almost look funny but for some reason um oh man I'm losing his name uh Johnny what's his char- his actor's name oh I have no idea we talked about it it's, uh, a, it's a weird name but it's it's not as weird as you think um anyway I I totally accept him at the age he's at Maybe, what do you mean uh, like my my eyes don't look at him and go, oh, remember when he was younger? I just, I look at it and he doesn't look funny. He doesn't look like he's an old guy wearing makeup to look young or something like that. Like, he he looks normal. Like William I'm, Zabka. Zabka, there we go. Yeah. So. Yeah, he looks like he's, like, the age he's supposed to be. Right. Right. Like, he fits into his age. So, I'm not, I'm not sitting there and saying, like, he's a good looking guy, but, like, he looks normal. Whereas Daniel looks like an older no offense shriveled version <laughs> of the you know the young Ralph Macchio we've always known right but I can accept Zapka right yeah. um so, yeah back to the back to the actual episode <laughs> um where do we go She, uh, so he's having he's having dinner, seeing having these montages of, you know, not having a second chance, and he goes and he talks to and you don't see here at first, but he's, who he's talking to. You know, so he's like, but he's like, give me a second chance. I want to be there for him. He's the only one who hasn't given up on me. And as soon as you say here, you hear that, you know, it's not Robbie. Right. Right. Um, and you figure out that it's Miguel's mom. Um, he tells her that he won't give he won't give up on her on him. Um, he promises, um, and he asks her to think about it. And then it pans over to her in the the doorway, and then she goes in, and her mother, Miguel's nana, is in there, and her, and she's like, "You got to give him a chance." Um, it's, which that's, that's his abuela, right? At this point, you begin to start seeing there's an interest here as well too yeah on her part right more than his first so right. she kind of starts this um it pans back over full so 
Apparently, this entire episode took place in one day. Yep. Because now the next morning, um, Daniel is up making breakfast again. Um, <laughs> his he, son. His fat little son. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, that's the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking the butter. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually took notes about that. Uh, he's still upset that Sam is mad at him. He tries to be nice and invite Kyler back over, and she tells him... Um, that they'll not be seeing him anymore, and she basically gives—he's a jerk, basically—and mm-hmm. she kind of gives into that. Um, this kind of makes Daniel happy. Yep. Um, then it goes over. Miguel walks into a dojo. Um, the dojo—he's ready to begin because he's his obviously his mom has come to the conclusion of yes, you can go back yeah, to Johnny. He tells her that, or he tells. Um, she tells him that. She tells him that. He tells Johnny that. Right. Um, and then it goes into this. Johnny goes, well, the, what's the best um, defense? And he's like, the best defense is more offense. And now he's going to teach him how to kick, how to punch, how to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is great. Daniel's driving to work now, and he's happy because everything is going well. Yep. He sees the billboard for Coles. He flips it off, Yep. smiles, continues driving, and then... Roll credits. Yeah. Episode's over. We, we did miss the this, this single part where his um, his cousin and Anush or whatever his name is, oh, when, when they were painting the billboard. That's right. And they were starting from the sides and not the middle. He's like, why did she go for the middle? He's like, you have to understand. Straight lines. You need straight lines. Any good painter understands this. You have to have the straight lines. You go, just cover up the middle. What's, what's wrong with you? Like, hurry up and, and cover the issue that you're supposed to cover up. And then his, other, his friend steps in poo. And he's, <laughs> he's like, like, dog crap. He's how, like, like how, why would a dog be up here? And he's like. Oh. 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 <laughs> it's it it reminded me of uh that there's like oh oh of um in rat race. And he's like what are you doing? I'm prairie dog and a dad. <laughs> he's like what do you mean? He's like you know when a prairie dog sticks his head in and out of a hole? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so just that realization. So oh. overall, I liked this episode. Oh yeah. I liked every episode in this so far. The um, next episode is one of my favorites. It, it's probably my favorite in the first season. It's really good. That I remember. I loved it. Uh, it was it was amazing. So this one was a great lead up to it because right. you start to get where people are standing. You you start to understand where the characters all are at. Um, mostly the younger ones. You know, you, you see Miguel who's like, I'm gonna do this. We're gonna fight. You see Sam who's realizing that what she thought was real is not real. Right. You don't really know much about Sam at all not yet. Um, until this episode. And, you know, this starts. To, she starts to realize, like, the the fairy tale life she's living is crumbling. Right. You know, aside from, like, the car accident and stuff earlier. It's, like, it's, it's really a matter of her getting down to a point where she needs to make a decision with what she's going to do. Um, and then Robbie, who's... I think at the end of this episode, his mom brought somebody else home. That's next episode. Okay. But the point is... That's, oh. that's bad. Yeah. It's it's just like, ugh, okay. But, like, Robbie's going through some stuff, and yeah, right. we get that. So this episode was a very was very well needed. I'm glad it happened. I'm glad that they, they filled it all in. But the next episode is definitely one of my favorites. Oh, they did a um, great just, job with just, it. Just um, in the first season. 
and I think it's I think it's it's the episode that made it not just be a YouTube original, right? Because um, if this didn't if this episode didn't happen the way it did, I feel like this show would have flopped and just not gone any. Oh further. no, this this if they didn't introduce the next episode what they did in it sooner than later, it mm-hmm. would have. And they waited too long, it would never have happened. Totally, it would take like to keep that even that small scene at the very end of next episode mm-hmm. till the very end would have just wasted the whole but they saved the bigger version of it till the very end which is really cool oh yeah so, totally but overall I love this episode I like that they did not flash back to a lot of the original movies in this one mm-hmm. um, they kind of kept it current the whole time they yeah. didn't do a lot of flashback which was great right um, but yeah it was a great episode and I can't wait to go into the next one so so let's not wait <laughs> Let's do it. You're going to have to wait. Sorry. See you next week, guys. (laughs) Have a great one, guys. Talk to you guys soon.